Welcome to Walkinverse. We're going to expose tyranny and share the truth. So sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It's me, Kev. And today we're going to talk about this individual who in 1964 attended the University of Chicago. And the interesting thing about this university is that Bill Ayers was a professor there and also the founder of the terror organization called the Weather Underground during the 60s. They also bombed the police station and were considered terrorists. Later on, this same individual who went to this college in 64 joined a party called the Young People's Socialist League. And uh, that's the youth wing of the Socialist Party for the United States. And this person was a hardline socialist. Today he's more communist than anything else. That is Bernie Sanders. So we're going to fast forward till today. And the thing that bothers me the most about this guy is that here we have an individual who's proclaiming, you know, wants to change the United States, wants to normalize health care, wants to put private health care and run companies out of business, wants to control the energy sector, provide free college tuition for everybody, give a living wage, guarantee home ownership, and the price tag conservatively is around $30 trillion. Now, when asked, he had no clue himself what it would cost. It will be substantially less than letting the current system go. I think it's about $30 trillion. That's just for Medicare for all. Just, just Medicare for all. Do you have a, a price tag for all of these things? No, I don't. We try to, no. <laughs> we try, we don't, no. What do you mean you don't know? So then who pays for all of this? Well, it's going to be you and I, right? When you look at the numbers and the amount it's going to cost the American people, you're looking at a tax increase of 90%. And including that tax increase, you're looking at a speculation tax on Wall Street, as well as a global warming tax on the American people. And it's a good thing, because after all, the poor people rise up. Now let's listen to him speak in regards to Castro. But I remember, for some reason or other, being very excited when, when Fidel Castro made the revolution in Cuba. I was a kid, and I remember reading that. And it was just seemed right and appropriate that poor people were rising up against rather ugly, rich people. Rising up against ugly, rich people. It's funny. And of course, you know, what else did Castro do for the people since he's such a great guy? Well, he gave them a literacy program. We're very opposed to the authoritarian nature of Cuba. But, you know, you got, it's unfair to simply say everything is bad. You know, when Fidel Castro came into office, you know what he did? He had a massive literacy program. Is that a bad thing? Well, I guess, Mr. Sanders, it depends on who you ask, if it's a bad thing or not. Maybe the millions of people that were butchered under this guy or the people escaping in rafts across the ocean to get to the United States. Because after all, Cuba was great under Castro, right? And what kind of education did they receive? Maybe could it be the concentration camps deemed re-education camps to help further literacy programs where they're taught government propaganda in order to align with Castro? We have to ask ourselves, who were in these re-education camps? Because after all, it must have been some political whack jobs, right? No. Christians, rock and roll fans, men with long hair, those who uh, had ideology that was too close to the United States. You believe in capitalism? Off you go, re-education, because that's evil, right? It's the evil rich people's ideology. And then we have to think about who else? Well, homosexuals, because they were the scum. According to Castro, homosexuals were not worthy of the same rights of heterosexuals. Now, this is the same guy that Bernie Sanders considers a hero for the Cuban people. Because after all, 
not everything he did was bad. Well, you know what? Not everything Hitler did was bad either. Some say, I disagree. I think everything Hitler did was bad, but they did say that he helped Germany recover, but under a false pretense. And the pretense was what? Exterminating the Jews. Castro's pretense is what? Freedom for the people where actually he exterminated his own people. All these dictators have the exact same thing in mind. They're socialists, they're communists. If you don't agree with their policies, you're done. You're right. Execution. And again, you know, kids today are thinking about education and free schooling and so forth. But what did Fidel Castro say about free schooling? Well, he said this, that the universities are only available to those who share his revolutionary beliefs. Which means that if you don't agree with what Castro spoke, taught, thought, you're not getting for anything. You're going to go to re-education camps and do hard labor. That's what Castro is all about. It's not about free anything. And people need to realize that nothing in this life is free. Nothing. Everything comes at a cost. And then you have Bernie Sanders, right? A self-proclaimed socialist. Asking for free stuff for everybody. But yet this guy Sanders has a net worth of over $2.5 million. They say now it's closer to $3 million. He also has three homes. If he really believed in his own ideology, why does he not redistribute his own wealth? Give his houses away? After all, right? Isn't it all about redistribution and community? But see, if people like Sanders, it's not about community or redistribution for them. It's only for you, the serf. Because at the end of the day, they don't respect the people. The people are the serfs to put these dictators in power in order for them to gain control and financial wealth. That's it. They could care less about you and I. And if you continue to listen to Sanders, he then goes on and talks about China, stating that, sure, they're an authoritarian country, but no one can deny the fact, according to Sanders, that they brought more people out of extreme poverty than any country in history. How? By killing them? lining them up, shooting them, uh, taking prisoners and taking out their organs, selling them on the market. Look it up. I mean, China is one of the greatest threats against human rights. And yet Bernie Sanders, the person that people are actually considering to elect for president, backs these guys up. He's pro-China. He's pro-Cuba, pro-dictatorship. And he wants to basically transform society. Now think about that. What does that mean? It reminds me of a speech by another guy we had a few years ago, all about change. I'm not talking Trump either. Everybody was totally convinced that Castro was the worst guy in the world, that all the Cuban people were going to rise up in rebellion against Fidel Castro. They had forgot that he educated their kids, gave them health care, totally transformed the society. You know, not to say that uh, Fidel Castro or Cuba are perfect. <laughs> and I find it kind of funny that here you have... Bernie Sanders saying that they're not perfect. Well, no, of course Castro's not perfect. He murdered everybody. You get in his way, you're a dead man. You spoke against him, you're in political prison. You're in re-education camps. And when you think about transforming society, how did Castro, Mao, Stalin, Ho Chi Minh, whomever, transform society? One, they disarmed population. The same thing that Democrats today want to do, even some Republicans. Uh, I'm a bipartisan. I, I'm not either of the parties. I believe in the Constitution, and that's where I stand. Two, denial of due process to individuals. Well, if you go and research some of the tapes uh, of Castro, I think it's called Face the Nation. The question was asked about due process, and, and the Castro alluded to the fact that there really wasn't any. Again, rise of dictatorship, right? Three, the attempt to limit free speech. 
you look over Google today, Facebook, Twitter, if you do not speak in alignment with the agenda, you're silenced, you're, you're banned, you're kicked off. It's a fact. It happens to people all the time. I'm sure some of your friends out there and relatives have already gone through this. Four, government-controlled health care, Obamacare. Bernie Sanders wants free health care, uh, nationalized health care. If you can control the health care, you can control the people's health, which means you control the people. Government-controlled media, well, look at today. Propaganda spun. The media is owned by only a few people. And if you listen to the news across the nation, what do you hear? You hear the exact same story, a little bit different, but the exact same narrative. We already are government-controlled media. And Hitler and all these other dictators, same thing, they control the media. And another thing that a lot of these dictators do is government-dictated education programs. Castro did it through re-education camps. Mao did it. Stalin did it. We're doing it through our colleges. As I said before earlier, Bill Ayers was a um, professor at the University of Chicago. And, you know, the rules for radicals by Solinsky were the teachings of what these guys taught. And when you look at the curriculum today in the colleges across the country, we already we already are re-educating our people through this propaganda. It's dangerous. Now, murder by numbers, right? When, when you think about how great Castro is, according to Bernie, you have to think about who was executed as well. So not just the common folk, but even political people, 15,000 exactly, or, or give or take, right? So during, during the 70s, um, they said there was around 5,000 or so political executions. Between 58 and 67, about 2,100. And then there was another, well, the number is pretty vast, between 4,000 and 33,000 in total between 58 and 87. But they're going to a mid-range of around 15,000. Now, when you think about that number, 15,000, what does that equate to? If you took the United States right? With, uh, and you have 318 million people roughly, right? And, and in Cuba, you had the time around 7 million people. So keep that in mind. So you, so in America, you have 318 million people. That 15,000 would equate to around 680,000 executions in the United States. When you look at the amount of people that were butchered, it's about the size of Seattle. So if you took every child, woman, husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, and you, you kill them, that's what it equates to. That was the reign of terror that Castro put on his people that Bernie says, eh, it ain't so bad, right? Eh, it's not all bad. Well, no, I, I disagree. I think it is horrific. All these dictators are just horrific. And anybody that even considers them not bad has no place in politics or anywhere near the White House. No matter what your belief is, left, right, center, doesn't matter. And with that takes me to a poem that I wrote a while ago when I was reading a book called The Black Book of Communism. And if you haven't read the book, I'd recommend checking it out. It really opens your eyes to the terror and horror that socialism and communism bring. The poem's titled Ho Chi Minh, Uncle Ho and Bernie Chi Minh, Mass Murder to the Way People Live. Same ideology, but different times. And both men the same old rhymes. One engaged physically, the other through ideology. Different times, yet again, playing the same lines. If you enjoyed the episodes, please consider membership for $5 a month. You'll gain access to all past, present, and future e-reports and books. 
as well as any member-only content. The link is in the description of the episode. If you have any questions, topics, or comments, please send me an email at walkinverse at protonmail.com. That's W-A-L-K-I-N-V-E-R-S-E at P-R-O-T-O-N-N-A-I-L.com. And until next time, keep the faith, stay safe, and peace.